Welcome back to Head Bingers in Charge. I'm Courtney. I'm Mackenzie, and we hope you're all enjoying the start to summer because the time has come. We know you've all been waiting for this moment. It's our summer binger game season. As you may already know, this season's theme is What's Hot? And last week we went live on our Instagram and drafted six trending shows that will go head-to-head this season. So for our draft pool, we went to the top 10 or trending now or popular pages on uh, Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Disney Plus, and Amazon Prime Video. Yep, and we uh, we took turns drafting uh, six shows. So our, our first one comes from Prime Video. This week we're discussing Upload. That's my pick. I got to pick first since my show won the last Binger Games. Yep. And in Upload, a man is able to choose his own afterlife after his untimely death by having his consciousness uploaded into a virtual world. We watched the f- entire first season of Upload, so if you haven't, now's the time to pause the podcast, watch it, and come back to us. That's right. The summer 2022 Binger Games start now. Ken's? Go ahead and hit that spoiler alert button. All right. We open open this show with the main character, Nathan. And we learn a little bit about his life. Starts out with some kind of Sunday dinner with his family, I guess. Um, Meet his friend, his girlfriend. And uh, quickly, Nathan gets into a car crash. A self-driving car crash. Um, This is a sci-fi show that's um, placed in the future. Um, Yeah, I think it said 2033. Yeah, I was going to say they did mention like, oh, back in 2030 at one point. So um, actually not too far in the future. (laughs) But scary. um, I know, right? Um, But. A way that I guess someone's uh, imagined the future could go if we, you know, updated all of our technology. Um, There's a lot of high tech going on. Yeah, like very futuristic, like, you know, cell phones just in using your hand to make phone calls and um, things like that. I really found, like, all of the ideas for the future to be quite, like, fascinating to be honest i thought that was really cool yeah me too they some of had, the ideas um, and the technology like 3d printing food why can't we do that i mean you probably could somebody somewhere could the like virtual reality and stuff i know right and then um the, the one thing that made me laugh was um when we met Nora's dad they said he had vape lung yeah <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, by the way. Not that it made me laugh that he was, you know, sick, but just right. the term vape lung. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so, yeah, um, a lot of people, particularly on the West Coast, have these self-driving cars where you can literally, like, sleep, play on your phone, whatever, and the car just drives itself. Pretty fascinating. 
So we're ki- we're kind of almost there with the Teslas. Yeah, we're getting not there. Completely as self-driving as what we saw in this show, but I'm sure the technology's out there. Definitely. Um So, yeah, Nathan's trying to stop his car from hitting a truck. And for some reason, it it glitches and won't let him manual override. No. And he crashes and he dies. I mean, not really. He's very much alive in the hospital. And his he has to make a decision. Because you can't upload your consciousness when you're fully dead. So he has to decide if he wants to upload or if he wants to go to surgery to try to be saved. Yeah. Which I thought was another interesting concept. Can you imagine having to make that decision? No. That's crazy. And his girlfriend kind of pushed him one way. Right. Ingrid, who really, she's really painted as a non-likable character, particularly in the first couple episodes. She's kind of annoying, controlling, needy. So, Ingrid is uh, wealthy, though. So, Ingrid's going to get him set up at Lakeview, which is, like, top tier of all the afterlifes. Yeah. Um, although Disney Eternity sounded pretty lit to me, but I guess we'll never <laughs> see what that looks like. <laughs> I also thought that was um, funny and interesting, too, all the company names. And, like, all the mergers. Yeah, Taco Bell's in there. Yeah. But, like, oh, I'm trying to think of an example. But, like, um, it's, like, uh, Google, HP, Intel. Like, all of these, com- all these like, big companies that did mergers. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, f- uh, who did Facebook merge with? Facebook merged with someone. But, you know, I just think it's funny because it's like it's where the future is kind of headed you know like a lot of these companies do big mergers like that and it seems like in this show because of all the tech advances like each company does a merger with like a big tech company like google or instagram or facebook or whatever so i found that to be interesting the only company that was listed by itself without a merger was disney (laughs) yeah which which feels realistic. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't ma- mention, or at least I didn't hear her mention Amazon. Yes, Amazon Amazon was on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, Amazon had merged with something. I forget what, but... Interesting, um, considering it's an Amazon show. Yeah. Yep. Maybe they just know. They're like, yeah, we'll have to merge eventually. But anyway, Nathan gets uploaded... His consciousness gets uploaded to, like, a sim, basically. That's how I was relating it. Like, he's a sim now, right? And um, he meets his customer service rep, Nora, who is, like, a living human person in New York that makes minimum wage, which is wild that they're, you know, responsible for all these people's afterlife and minimum wage. You sit there and watch them all day. Right. They play Sims all day. Right. They play Sims all day. Honestly, sounds like a dream job. And it's it's Only very... Only more. What? 
Instead of only it paid more. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, I would do it. I get paid minimum wage now. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. Um, but yeah, it's um a little more technologically advanced than Sims, though. Um, like you can, they have you know like virtual reality components where you could put on these glasses and physically be in the quote unquote Sims game. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. they also have like sensory things like sensory gloves where you can put on sensory gloves and actually feel what's in that world. The body suit, sorry, the hug suit, also known as the sex suit, which we'll get to in a couple episodes. But basically we, in this episode, we learn a lot about Lakeview and what, um, you know, this type of afterlife, um, can look like for Nathan. Um, and then in episode two, we learn more about Nora's role in the afterlife and the people that she works with, including her boss, who's not very nice. Yeah, what's um, her name? Is it Lucy? I for- I think it is Lucy. Yeah, I don't like her. She's kind of a bitch. Yeah. She, um, she tells Nora she's got to get her ratings up if she wants her dad to be able to go to Lakeview, so... Nora's trying to help as many as many people as she can and try to get good ratings. Which uh, Nathan notices her doing that and starts just giving her five stars for everything. Right. With this hand. Bloop. Yeah. Bloop. <laughs> um, which is pretty cool because she has um, some other clients. Um, what the hell is the kid's name? My God, Dylan. Dylan, thank you. Uh, she's got this little boy, Dylan, um, who gives him a three. Who gives her, sorry, a three star rating, um, because his childhood bestie. Sorry, Dylan is a what, like ten year old boy, yeah, who died during a school trip to the Grand Canyon, and he's trying to reach out to his best friend, but his best friend's not responding. And so Nora reaches out to the guy and, you know, Dylan had been in this afterlife for nine years now, eight, nine years now. So his best friend is 18 years old and doesn't want to talk to a 10 year old anymore. Yeah. Very valid. But, you know, Dylan takes it out on poor Nora and gives her three stars. Um, But that's one of those, like, interesting concepts that, like, came up during the show where it's like, you know, if this type of afterlife was a reality, like, stuff like that would make it kind of hard. You know, like, especially for kids that are, you know, if kids are dying at a young age, unfortunately, um, they're kind of stuck at the age that they're at, you know? like. Well, they're not really, because he said you can get a, your avatar updated, which is what he wanted his parents to do, but his mom wanted to keep him the way she remembered him. Instead of letting him right grow up, because like he's technically he's not living, but his mind is older than his body looks now. Right, you know that's it's just an interesting thing to like wrap your head around. Is like, do you still mature while you're in this afterlife? Do you still you know? So, just a lot of interesting concepts. But Nathan also is um 
sent to dog therapy because he tried to jump into the torrent, which is basically like the the beam of light that connects the afterlife and the real world. But if you try to jump into torrent, you just disappear, like you get blown to bits. Um, and so he essentially tries to commit afterlife suicide. And um, so they tell him he has to go see a therapist, which is a dog that's that talks. dog talks yeah i yeah, like that I thought that was kind of funny laugh. yeah yeah but very knowledgeable dog he was and that moves us on to episode three episode three was nathan's funeral which uh ingrid planned for him and he didn't really have a say in wild um, can you imagine attending your own funeral no that'd be weird um, but it was kind of, she had a, like a, looked like a museum or something. Do you remember what it was? No, I didn't even know. It this, was like a big It was party. a museum, but yeah, she had a big like fancy party, like a rich person's party. Yeah. And he, he kind of just got to like look in on it. And then there was also people that could watch it. Like Nora was in New York watching it somewhere with other people. Yeah, it looked like a little like I don't know. chapel or abandoned church maybe. I couldn't really tell, but yeah, he did say it was going to be simulcasted in LA and New York, probably because he went to college in New York, so people that he knows from New York could still go. Um Yeah. So lucky for Nora, he went to college in New York so she could attend the funeral. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, I guess if it's like streamed with the technology they had, she could have just Pulled it up somewhere or something. I don't know. Yeah, especially because she, she like, is literally in charge of him. <laughs> she could have probably just right. been there if she wanted to, but. But, yeah, no, nothing uh, was the way Nathan would have planned it. No one even really spoke about him or a couple of his friends weren't there. It's kind of depressing. <laughs> it is. Like, I... I mean, obviously, attending your own funeral would be probably horrible, but in my opinion, at least getting to, like, watch and be like, wow, look at all these people that, like, loved me and cared about me would, like, kind of be nice. But then it's like, what if no one shows up? Like, that's the ultimate disappointment, you know? Like, no one shows up to your birthday party, like, whatever, I'll get over it. But no one shows up to your funeral? Like, that's, that's fucked up. Yeah. That shit's going to haunt you in the afterlife. That's going to change your opinions on a lot of people. It will. And um, it was interesting to meet the three girls that Nora got to talk to. Mm-hmm. That he dated. From college. college. Yeah. Because um, even though they were all girlfriends of his in college, they were all like, didn't have a bad opinion about him really. Right. It seemed like they thought high of him, which is interesting. Yeah, I think that kind of attests to the type of guy he is. You know, like he does really seem like a decently good guy. You know? And I mean, in episode one, you know, Nora was kind of like, oh yeah, young, good-looking, conceited guy. He's probably a jerk, blah, blah, blah. But then she's realizing all of these things about him that like, oh wow, like he's actually not that bad. Mm-hmm. He might actually be a nice guy. Um, but something else we didn't really mention was that um, 
during during Nathan's upload, some of his memory files were damaged. Um, we noticed that on Nora's computer, and Nora seemed puzzled by this because apparently that's something that doesn't really happen often. So Nathan is missing some like key memories in his life. Uh, apparently he's a coder, and him and his best friend Jamie were working on some kind of big project, but he can barely remember anything about it. Yeah, people were asking him what he was working on. He had no recollection. He knew he was doing something, but not what it was. Right. And that was, um, in my opinion, like I thought, I remember thinking like, oh yeah, the first episode, this is cute. This is fun. I like this concept. But then when we saw those memory files, like mysteriously moving to the trash, I was like, oh my gosh, something fishy's going on here. I don't think Nathan died by accident. No, I didn't think he did to begin with because the car didn't stop. Right. Looked like well, it was had been tampered with. See, at first, I thought it was just supposed to be some kind of irony because he, when he got pulled over by the cop, he had told the cop, like, oh, yeah, like, this car was glitching. I got to take it in to get service, blah, blah, blah. Like, I thought it was yeah. just, like, supposed to be, like, a funny, like, well, that's what you get for saying that your car was glitching, you know? That's but then true. once we saw the memory files getting deleted, I was like, oh, no, this is foul play. Mm-hmm. Wild. Wild stuff. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting, like, the mystery aspect of it. Yeah, kind of cool, huh? Mm-hmm. I dig it. Um, we also, during this episode, um, meet a woman named Fran. Fran! Who originally introduces herself as a private investigator. <laughs> and then we find out that she's actually just Nathan's aunt, who's a yeah. middle school teacher or something. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I just think it's funny that she's, uh, the family kind of asked her to look into Nathan's death. Um, Nathan's family is, um, um, what's the word? Not well off? I don't know. They're not poor, obviously, but I would say lower class. It seems like they can't afford much. Mm-hmm. So can't afford to hire a private investigator. But Aunt Fran is going to save the day. She so is. I mean, think. she's doing a pretty good job. Honestly, she's uncovering a lot. She was. She and went and talked to the car. <laughs> she did. She went to the car. She went and talked to Ingrid at the funeral. Um, she made a meeting with the Mr. What's his name? Is it Pfizer or Pfeiffer or something? Pfizer. No, I don't know his name. I forget. I don't know his name either, but. He's the guy that Nathan and Jamie had a meeting with, like, about their big coding idea before he died. So, um, she's got all kinds of tricks up her sleeve. She's looking at security cam footage. Yeah, she even talked to Nathan at the funeral, too. She did. Trying to get his perspective of what happened, but, um... That really kind of plants a big seed in Nathan's head that maybe uh, my death wasn't an accident. And at the same time, Nora's uncovering things, realizing that some of his files are missing mm-hmm. from her hard drive. Thank God she's got those files backed up on a hard drive. Um, and that kind of propels us into episode four. Yep. Episode four was titled The Sex Suit. Yep. That's when we got introduced to the hug suit uh, which is basically a suit that you can rent where you can actually like feel 
the person in the afterlife. I'm assuming it's probably expensive. Seems like everything is expensive there. Um, but Ingrid doesn't care. She has the money and she decides to go check it out, but she gets grossed out by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a rental. Gross. <laughs> yeah. She should have just, like, bought one. Um, yeah. Um, I will say, too, that another, I think um, about halfway through the season is when, like, at least for me, I started to realize... Because, uh, like, there was little mentions of, you know, when Nathan first got there, like, oh, well, if you want a coffee, that's going to cost you more. Like, that's an upgrade. Like, whatever. It's like an in-app purchase. They keep referring to Lakeview as, like, an app, right? It's like an in-app purchase. And um, it, later on in the season is is when, you know, like, when, um, sorry, maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit. But, for example, when Nora shows Nathan the two Gs and things like that is when you really realize that, like, oh, this isn't like a a glorious new technology for everybody. This is like a if you're rich, you get to live eternally. Mhm. Which is just I think it adds another layer to the show of like wow. Like can you like that's that's I mean in my opinion that's friggin' America, right? Like that would be us to come up with some kind of amazing technology where you could live forever, but like it's only for rich people. Yep. You know? Lots to think about in this show. I think it has a lot of layers. But um, Nora's really starting to get some feely feels for Nathan. Yeah. And Nathan is starting to realize that he's not really that into Ingrid. I think he's known that for a a long time. But Ingrid's paying for him. Ingrid could delete him and she has already threatened to deactivate him which i like that's terrible it's very manipulative wild very manipulative um and nathan is saying that you know basically they have really good sex so that would always save their relationship in real life but now that you know it's been a while and they haven't done that he's like damn maybe i need to just break up with her Mm-hmm. But then Ingrid surprises him with the sex suit. Which is not very attractive. <laughs> no. <laughs> she was like laying in the bathtub with all those like wires on her and stuff. But yeah, they have sex and Nora's kind of bummed about it. And um, Oh, what about her having to come in with tech support? Oh, yeah, because yeah, Nathan couldn't get a boner essentially. Because, you know, he's not really in Ingrid anymore. And, yeah, uh, Ingrid called for tech support. Tech support, angel. (laughs) (laughs) And sure enough, Nora shows up and, like, I loved personally when she was talking to her friend Alicia afterwards. And she's like, girl, she was like, I straight up threw a blanket over his girlfriend's head, turned him on, and then left. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was pretty badass, but then she was like, and then he used it on his girlfriend, so yikes. Yikes. Yeah, I I like their friendship. They got a, I love their I love Alicia. I think she's hysterical. They got a good back and forth. Yes. And she's I don't know, she's always got something going on. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. 
yeah, she's um, got. We haven't talked about Luke yet, but she's Luke's angel. Correct. Luke is um, younger guy that seems you know about Nathan's age, and uh, Luke considers him and Nathan to be like besties, afterlife besties. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cute their little bromance, although it's it's still just blooming. It's kind of cute. It is cute. Um, episode six. Is called Sleepover. I didn't even talk about episode five. What? Oh, my bad. Episode five. Sorry. <laughs> episode five, we dive um, a little more into Nora's dad. Learning more about his vape lung. He's back in the hospital having trouble breathing. Um, Nora's dad does not want to upload because his wife died unexpectedly and went to, um, well, he, he believes that she went to real heaven. Mm-hmm. So he also believes that she is up there waiting for him. So that's where he wants to go. He wants to just die the old-fashioned way, we'll call it, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully go to heaven and be reunited with his wife. Just a, a fun fact that I read, um, Nathan's niece her name is Nevea, and that is heaven spelled backwards. And they did that just as, you know, to fit in with the theme of the show. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I was wondering. I was like, wow, that's a really cool name. I've never, like, heard of that. Heaven spelled backwards. Sweet. Nathan's niece is absolutely adorable, by the way. But She is. I love their dancing in the beginning. Yes. The first episode. Oh, so cute. Nothing makes a guy look like a, a good guy more than, you know, dancing with their niece. To classical music. <laughs> Did you catch that? No, I didn't. What song was it? They said, oh, will you help me with my classical dance project? And then they were dancing to like Pitbull or something. What were they dancing to? I forget. I forget what the song was. but But it was like pitbull like something that we listen to now and i was like oh my god this is classical i'm dead cameron and i were really mind blown by that like can you imagine one day the music we listen to is going to be considered classical music yeah what are they going to consider the music before us then Just ancient music right like beethoven and bach shit like who listens to that yeah. you know wild but anyway um in this episode we kind of explore um, the quote-unquote dark web and the gray market. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I thought that was I interesting like that. how they tied in the dark web somehow. Um, Luke basically shows Nathan and Dylan, who Nathan is babysitting because Nora's off dealing with her father, um, that there is essentially a little glitch in the bushes where you could jump through and go into the dark web. However, you can only be there for an hour because that's how often um, you get pinged, basically. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if you get pinged and you're not there, then they assume that you've vanished, jumped in the turret or something, and they consider you dead. So, like, dead for real, right. not dead in the afterlife, dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then uh, in the gray market, it's kind of funny. You see people buying, like, code or black market things to try to like call people that are alive or in Dylan's case he got a tattoo to try to age him 
Yep, he wanted an upload um, for his body to grow. Um, mm-hmm. There's also, you know, a lot of like porn type things. A lot of like, oh yeah, buy this video of Justin Bieber's death and you know, random weird things that you kind of would see on the the black market. You know, um, right. While Nathan's there, he um, actually pays for 10 seconds of viewing somebody's uh, in the real world's Apple watch. I don't know if it's an Apple watch, but their watch, I won't, I won't brand it Apple. Um, and Nathan decides he wants to look at Jamie's cause he hasn't heard back from Jamie. Not sure if Jamie's even alive. And so he gets 10 seconds of Jamie and he's in some kind of business meeting. Um, and so at this point, personally, can't tell who the bad guy is. At this point, I'm bouncing between Jamie and Ingrid. I don't know how you were feeling, but... Yeah, I was... I was feeling pretty sus about Jamie. Especially because he wouldn't call him back and he wasn't at the funeral. I was like, what... Like, how's his best friend doing this? Right. It was weird vibes. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, the boys escape the dark web just in time, really. And when Dylan wakes up, he is a teenager. <laughs> he's he's got boobies, <laughs> but he he's got a decent set of titties, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got the female upgrade. Yep, he got scammed in the dark web and got a female teenager upgrade. Um, so he's uploaded, uh, re-uploaded as a teenage girl. I love how like all the guys were like saying stuff to him, and he was like. Oh. Don't talk to me like that. Like, you got right. to see how, you know, sometimes girls get talked to by guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was funny when he's like, they're for milk or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy was like, yum. And he's like, oh, grow up. You're gross. Like, it's like one of those things where it was like, I know they, they made it funny, but like, and shit like that happens. So like, men, pay attention. You're creepy. Um. But yeah, that was a fun little episode. Um, and then we head over to episode six, which is called Sleepover. Yeah. And this is where, personally, I started to kind of change my opinions just a little bit about Ingrid. Just just a tad. Um, just a tad. She's a little... I think in the first couple episodes, I wasn't sure if she actually loved or cared about Nathan. But in this episode, I think it proves that she actually does. Yeah. Does it make her any less manipulative? No. But she does actually care about Nathan. It's not a a complete control thing. Yeah, and we we see more of her family and kind of how she became the way she is. Yeah, they're all a bunch of assholes. The way she, yeah, grew up. Um, But she has Nathan's niece over for a sleepover. And she was very hesitant the the niece about going over there but she talked to nathan and nathan was like yeah go over there i think he just wanted ingrid to be occupied for the night right so he could hang out with nora right um and he was like make sure she doesn't try to straighten your hair and then i liked that the at the end she curled her hair right (laughs) because she was like oh let's do our hair the same i was like oh no yeah, Nevaeh is like, 
this white ass bitch like what <laughs> yeah um but i do like that you know nora's uh sorry not nora ingrid's family seems to be the type of family that like really digs at each other but like to the extreme like calling each other bitches calling each other dumb like to the extreme like they i don't i don't think they like each other i think they all hate each other but um yeah and Neve was like do you guys always talk to each other like this and right. she's like like what she's like mean <laughs> yeah um and they extended that to Nevaeh, like talking about how much she was eating and you know like we mentioned before Nathan's family is lower class so the fact that she was getting to eat this upper class food was probably very exciting for her probably like a a core memory you know like it's probably the best food well, she's ever had in like, her life i think it was like real food not printed food because and the whole thing with the bone or she ate she bit the bone she's like oh i didn't know right it did that right and ingrid was kind of sticking up for her like hey mom like not everyone can food uh sorry can afford non-printed food you know like yeah and they still were making all kinds of comments to the point where like ingrid's mom was calling her miss piggy and that's when she like shut them up and told them to leave yeah i did like that moment which i thought was i did like that moment um i don't know how you felt about that episode but i don't know that was or that moment rather that was hard to watch like knowing that like them making comments like that could change her entire life. Like she could get an eating disorder from that, you know, like that was, that was hard to watch, but it was also nice that Ingrid's, you know, stepped up and stood up for her. Right. Um, also in this episode, Nora went on a date with a guy she's been seeing from nightly. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been casually seeing this guy, but her dad challenged her to try to, learn more about him since he's a, a real person and not a someone in the afterlife. Um, so she goes on a date with, I forget his name. I'll think of it. Keep going. Shoot. Uh, and I was, I was surprised he actually went through with like an actual date and they talked and I forget which episode it was when he went to the store to buy condoms. Right. I don't know if that it was, was funny. Or not, but the, the, it like scanned him. It was like, you need a medium size, not the large. And he was like, oh, I'm going to take the large. And then it like, it dung over the whole yeah. uh, store and was like, condom size dispute. <laughs> condom size dispute. <laughs> I thought that was funny. We need yeah. that in real life. Also, I thought it was interesting the very first time they had sex. I know that that was actually a couple episodes ago, but she said, did you bring protection? Oh, yeah. Did you bring protection? And they both put these little like cameras on their chest. And they both had to say, like, I consent to this I consent. before they started. Yeah. Very interesting. I wanted to I wanted to bring that up too. Very interesting concept. It's one of those things where when used properly, I can totally see how it would be good and beneficial, but also coercion is a thing too, so True. You know what I mean? Like People get coerced to say things on camera that they don't want to say all the time. So, um, but interesting concept. It is. I I I also Very thought it was interesting funny. concept. Protection. Yeah. Um. Right. 
let's speed it up. We'll go into episode seven. Um, Nora sets up her dad to go on a tour. His name's Byron, by the way. Byron. Got it. Nora sets up her dad to go on a tour of Lakeview with Nathan being his tour guide. Nathan was pretty nervous to meet Nora's dad. Yep. Um, Nathan kind of expresses that he doesn't have a good history with dads. He doesn't really meet dads. Um, We don't really understand what he means by that until later on. Um, But also his memory files are still damaged, so he probably doesn't really know what he means by it until later on either. Um, But yeah, him and his... Uh, him and her dad end up having a pretty good time. And Nathan seems pretty convincing, but... Yeah. Nora's dad still can't be convinced. No, no, and he assured Nora that Nathan was a good guide, and if if he was to go to Lakeview, it it would be because of Nathan, but he still just wants to be with his wife, which, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, he has this really, I forget exactly what he said, but this this really, like, adorable line where he says something along the lines of, like, there is no heaven without yeah. his wife or something like that. There is no afterlife without his wife. And it got me a little emotional. I was like, oh, my God, stop. <laughs> That's so cute. Like, um, he's definitely a, a hopeless romantic type. So, um, in the meantime, while they're on their cute little bonding date, Nora is doing some sleuthing on her boss's computer. Alicia is uh, covering for her while she's trying to figure out who went in and damaged Nathan's files, which she finds an employee ID of somebody that logged in, but the employee ID number doesn't exist. Bum, bum, bum. And also, at the same time, somebody blows up the computer room and the servers go down for a couple minutes. Yeah, stuff's getting sketchy. Stuff is getting real sketchy. And that's when you start to realize powerful people with big money have to be involved. Yep. Which, I don't know about you, but personally, Jamie was still a suspect for me at this point because... Nathan was very confused as to why he wasn't left very much money between him and Jamie's investment. So they kind of made it set up to seem like, oh, Jamie might have taken more of his share than he was supposed to. Yeah, I I was still very suspicious of Jamie up until almost the end. Um, Right. But in the meantime... Nora's boss also found out about Nora and Nathan's kind of relationship uh, that there were feelings there and she pretty much told Nora that that's forbidden and she would knock her down in the ratings and try it and that brings us into the next episode because Nathan finally admits his feelings to Nora but it, it wasn't actually Nora it was her boss playing her avatar and yeah, because Nora sh- suspended. Her boss shut it down, and Nathan was depressed and decided he needs to shop for a new digital afterlife. Yeah, so Nora hops on a plane when she finds out that he is uh, leaving Lakeshore. Nora hops on a plane to L.A. to 
ask Ingrid what's going on, and Ingrid has no idea that it's even happening. Turns out his mom was helping him out. So Nora and Ingrid go meet them there and convince Nathan. Love how he's just like on that little drive. Yeah. I can just be like dead. And she's, they're like, oh, do you want the case? And she's like, nah. <laughs> right. It's fine. He's like, are you sure if you spill water on it? I knew. I was like, they keep mentioning this stupid protective case. Something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, this sketchy ass man, as soon as they leave the store, grabs the hard drive out of Ingrid's hand and throws it in a water fountain. Yep. And Ingrid tries to go in, but doesn't. <laughs> She's like, oh, I want to go in and save him. I mean, but she I does. She does go in. Yeah. She's just very hesitant. But uh, but luckily, Nora kind of knew that something, she knows that something's been going on. So she had his hard drive hidden in her purse and gave uh, Ingrid one of the dead ones that was sitting on that guy's desk. So yep. yeah, no smart. sweat. Nathan's still alive. Well, not really. <laughs> He's still dead (laughs) but yeah um uh not sure when this happens i think it's either episode eight or episode nine but fran is going to meet with that uh mr pfizer guy i'm just gonna keep calling him mr pfizer i don't know what his name it's all right he's the vaccine king (laughs) um pfizer guy yeah yeah the vaccine king (laughs) and um (laughs) she's called him to confirm and he's all like yep you've called me three times i'll see you in two minutes and then all of a sudden her self-driving car right off the bridge right off a a boardwalk into the ocean and now fran has been missing yeah yeah fran was getting too close to the truth yeah that was very sad and you know what they didn't really bring that up again um so hopefully that's not really they mentioned something about like oh yeah Fran's like was supposed to be at aunt whoever's but never showed up yeah right I don't think anyone's suspicious yet because there's no body I don't know right yeah I'll be curious to see if they get more into that in season two yeah but then also the Pfizer guy and all his people end up dead too yeah everybody's dying so something something suspicious is going on something suspicious is definitely going on in the meantime, uh, episode nine, Lakeview is due for an update. Uh, and they say, like, oh, you got to make sure everybody's asleep or something's going to happen. They'll get, like, reset or whatever. Uh, so Nathan and Nora decide, like, hey, this is a chance for you to get your memories back, so we got to keep you awake. Mm-hmm. But then when they go to do it, Nora realizes he's going to completely reset and forget the memories that they had together in the afterlife. So what a decision that is. Right. I know, right? Because it says, you know, do you want to completely restore Nathan Brown? And she's like, wait, you might not remember me. And then Nathan's like, well, no, I don't want to do it then. And Laura kind of lies and says, oh, no, wait, I figured it out. Don't worry, everything's going to be fine. But she doesn't actually know that. But she did it anyway. She did it anyway because she cares about him and she knows that this is important. So cute. What a moment. I Um, know. And she resets him. He gets all of his memories back. And we find out that 
uh, him and Jamie were working on um, uh, an afterlife of their own called Beyond, where I I can only assume that it was going to be for everybody. Like, people don't have to pay, and yeah. they had algorithms and things in place where people could build their own houses so that it wouldn't cost money, and, you know, things like that. Um, basically trying to... Yeah, they to, were trying to make it more affordable. Right, make an afterlife for everybody. Um, right. Which is a great, obviously, concept and, again, shows his humanity a little bit, right? Um, I mean, like he said, it's just code. Code doesn't cost money. Everything in there is just a computer code. Right, and that's it's just the way of businesses making making money off of people dying. Um, but anyway... Nathan um, realizes in these memories he remembers he remembers that idea and he also remembers a meeting with Jamie with um, Ingrid's dad and Ingrid's dad they wanted it and they wanted to pay a lot of money but then they would have had complete control over it meaning they probably would have eventually started charging for it as well. And so Jamie was the good guy that was like, nope, we don't want to do this. And Nathan was kind of the, I don't want to say bad guy, but kind of the not so smart guy. Yeah, he said, how much? How much are you going to give me? He wanted the money for his family, but still he was selling out. Right, that's what I was going to say. Kind of a a double-edged sword there. It's like, you know... He was doing it for his family, which almost makes him a good guy, but he also screwed over his best friend and gave up his morals in the process. Right. So when he wakes up from the update, he pretends to not know who Nora is because he's embarrassed, knowing that Nora's going to see those memories. And sure enough, Nora sees those memories and her opinion of him has kind of changed. Knowing that he's the type that could have a best friend for that many years... And screw him over. She's like, I don't want you to screw me over. So Right. Uh, he eventually does confess that he does know who she is. And they uh, they hash it out, kind of. Uh, she, she tells him her concerns. Uh, he keeps trying to call her. He's wasting all of his gigs. At this point, he's in two-gig status. Um, and... He keeps calling her, calling her, and she answers at home, and we see a man coming through her window. Crazy. That part scared me a little. I know. Who the heck's this guy? He just comes through her window and grabs the knife. Uh, so, yeah, Nora's in physical danger at this point because of... She knows too much. Whatever Nathan is involved in. Yeah. Um, and he was able to help her, though. He used rest of his gigs and that thing the she gave coding him about pen. reading the code. Yep. And uh, he was able to help her. Luckily. But then uh, she decides to go off the grid and she was trying to talk to him, but he lost all his gigs, so he was frozen. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't respond to her. That little teardrop went down his face when he was frozen. I was like, oh. Cute little moment. Because Nora said, I love you, to Nathan for the first time. Yep. And Nathan couldn't respond. And he could not respond. Awkward. 
And then uh, Ingrid comes in and uh, gives him a, a gig so she can talk to him. And she reveals that she's uploaded to be with him forever. Bum, bum, bum. Does that mean that she, like, she basically committed suicide? I guess. She's no longer in the real world. So she says. Who knows, though? We don't know. That's kind of where they left us. Yeah. Interesting. So, that's where season one ends. Lots of questions. We know that Ingrid's dad is probably involved. We know that Ingrid wasn't really the the bad guy that she was made out to be. Um, she, you know, she was trying to protect Nathan, in a sense, by having control over him in the afterlife from her dad because she knew. Um, which, in my opinion, the fact that she went over to the car and put it in um, uh, prioritize occupant, like, girl, why didn't you just tell him, like, don't get in the car, my dad's trying to kill you, like. Yeah. I don't know. Seems like a like a script, uh, a plot hole to me, but whatever. Yeah, that didn't make much sense. Maybe she was nervous for her own safety. I don't know. But anyway, that's where we're at. Yep, that's uh, season one. Uh, real quick before we get into scoring. Um, since this is about the afterlife, I just wanted to know, Court, would you upload? Do you think you would upload? I think... I think I would. You think you would? Yeah, like I'm like 95% positive that I would. The thought of death like terrifies me. Mhm. So like the thought of being able to like live forever in some kind of afterlife where, you know, I can just eat Doritos and go golfing. <laughs> but forever? I mean, doesn't have to be forever. If you really get tired of it, you can just jump in the in the torrent, so or the torrent, so that's true. Yeah, I think it's like the unknown of death. Mm-hmm. But like this is like, yeah, I you know what to expect, because um, you don't really know. Nobody knows, right? So I mean, it could be great. It could not be great. Who knows? Or it could be nothing at all. Right? Once you're dead. You could just be dead. You're dead. You're worm food. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's it's an interesting con. I love seeing different uh, portrayals of the afterlife. I've read a, a few books mm-hmm. that are like it. One book I read, I think it was in middle school. It was called Elsewhere. And when you died, you went to like another reality and then you aged backwards until you were a baby again. So depending on how old you were when you died, you would age backwards. And then once you were a baby again, they put you in the river. And when you came out, your mom in the real world again. Wild. I thought that was a cool concept too. Um, it is. Not, it was just like a different mom, obviously, but. Um, it is. Yeah. Good stuff. What about you, Ken's? Would you upload? I think if like, that was the only thing available. It was like upload or or go into the unknown. I think I would upload. I would also love to see what this Disney Eternity is all about. Just saying. Yeah, I would I would like to explore the other worlds available to me. But uh 
don't know. But also if it's something expensive that my family would have to like pay for and keep up and it's like a burden. Right. I don't know. Yeah, that's unfortunately, yeah, it's one of those things where like only if my family could keep up with it, you know. But it could be worth it though because then, you know, can you imagine like, you know, obviously, God forbid, people in the family dying, but like eventually being able to reunite with them again. Like, Yeah, that's that's the goal, but just getting deep. <laughs> Get stuck with you clowns sad. forever. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully. Nobody nobody knows. We won't know until it happens. We won't know until we know. And by then we probably won't want to know. Or we don't know. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. Well, we got a little bit of time left here, so let's breeze through the scorecard. Yep. For those of you that are new to the Binger games, um, we won't reveal our actual scores until our finale episode. We're just going to kind of touch on the different categories, maybe hit some some major thoughts, and uh, you guys can get a general idea of what we thought without giving a final score. That's right. So um, our first category on our scorecard is visual appeal, and we do everything on a, a five scale, just for reference. Yeah. Yeah, so... Normally, visual appeal can extend to, you know, sets, costumes, etc. But with a sci-fi show, obviously, special effects played a big part in this one, which I was pleasantly surprised by. Um, yeah, I think all the technology, as we've said, it was really cool. Yeah. And nothing looked like super fake. Right. I agree. A lot of, you know, things that probably could have looked really bad, but... I think looked great. So, a lot That's of the special best thing effects. About sci-fi shows. Yep, they tend to score a little higher on that, on that visual appeal. So, sci-fi shows have a little bit of an edge there. Yep. Um, next category is true to genre. Genre being sci-fi. So I actually I had to, well, when I got when I was doing my scorecard, I got to this and I was like, hmm, what is the genre. So I looked it up and it said sci-fi comedy drama. I was like, okay, so it's like all of the... A sci-fi dramedy, if you will. Yeah, which it basically is. I mean, it had like sitcom vibes. Mm-hmm. It was sci-fi. It had the drama with the romance. And then, yeah, it was just like... And then the mystery aspect, too. Right. Yeah, I think... There's um, a lot thrown in there. And you'd think like that would be like too much but it worked i agree i agree 100 percent. i think that there were a lot of genres i think like you said there were moments where i was watching and i had sitcom vibes there were moments where i was watching where i laughed out loud um and there were moments i was watching where i was like oh my god what's gonna happen next Ooh, mm-hmm. bum 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 you know so um but with the overarching drama or sorry the overarching genre of it being a sci-fi I think, uh, yeah, this idea of a futuristic afterlife is uh, definitely very uh, sci-fi. Yep. Our uh, our next category, likable characters. I think you already said your favorite character was Alicia, right? She's one of my faves for sure. One? Mm-hmm. Definitely top three. Oh, okay. Who's the other two? 
I don't know. I didn't really think about it. I mean, I, I like Nathan, you know. Okay. He's kind of the protagonist, so you're kind of made to like him. He's the good guy. Um, and I like Nora, too. So, like, maybe it would probably just be Nathan, mm-hmm. Nora, um, Alicia. Not necessarily in that order, but and Nevaeh would be up there pretty high, too. So. Yeah, I was going to say her, too. I, there are a lot of likable characters. For sure. And they do they do have depth. You know, we learned a lot about Nathan. We learned a lot about Nora. Our, you know, our main characters have some depth. And Ingrid. And Ingrid. We did learn, uh, we did learn a lot about her. We dug into her background. Um, but let's talk about the acting. How do we feel about it? I thought it was all very good. No, um, one scene sticks out to me. Um, but it was, it was all good. How about you? This is more your forte. Yeah, um, I agree. I don't think there was anything award-winning happening, but I think everything was solid, you know? Comedic timing was there, you know, they made me feel sad when I was supposed to feel sad, happy when I was supposed to feel happy, so, like, they did their job for sure. Character chemistry. Um, obviously there's chemistry between Nora and Nathan, um, I think Nora and her dad had a really good chemistry. They felt like actual father and daughter. Um, even the chemistry between Nathan and Ingrid was appropriate mm-hmm. for what they were trying to portray. Yeah, I really liked the chemistry between Nora and Alicia, too. Yeah. Their, their like bestie vibes were immaculate. Yeah. Love it. Even and the, even Byron and Nora. I mm-hmm. think all the, you know, actors had good chemistry with each other. Yeah. I was even going to say even Nevea and Nathan, like they really did seem like niece and uncle, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting slash bingeability. Did it hook you in, Kens? It did. It did. I This is a... A big twist from the uh, sitcom season we did. Right. Where we were struggling to watch our shows. Um, This was a good start to the season, I think. I agree. I liked it. I would definitely watch the second season. Wow. Bold statement. Yeah. I, hey, I'm probably going to go watch the second season as soon as we're done, so. Are you? I think I might. Okay. That's fair. There's actually only seven episodes of the second season, so a little bit quicker, too. Next category is emotional appeal. Did it make you feel something? Um, There were some emotional parts, uh, like you said, with Nora and her dad and him talking about the the wifey. Um, and even, you know, the scene we talked about where... Nora said, I love you, and Nathan couldn't answer because he was frozen. There was definitely some feels. I agree. There was feels. There was laughter. I didn't cry, so it wasn't anything too crazy, but... I didn't cry. I got a little close at one point, but I didn't cry. All right. Originality, Court. Oh, originality. Um... Like we kind of talked about, 
this concept of exploring ideas of what happens after death is not brand new. However, I do think this particular concept of it and how futuristic of it was uh, was a little original. I agree. I think it was an original take. I mean, at this point, it's pretty hard to do anything completely original. Because everything's pretty much been done in some way or another, but it's it's having that original spin on it. Right. And having all these genres mixed up together as one show, I thought it was very original. Right. I feel that. All right. And the last category is overall. However, we're obviously not going to um, give too much there because we, we don't want the audience to know how we're feeling. So we'll stick with what we've been doing for the Binger Games. Mackenzie. I just, as you were saying it, I was like, oh crap, I never thought of a word. Mackenzie, if you were to describe this show in one word, what would you say? Hmm. Oh God. I would say... I'm having trouble. I would say... I'm trying to think of a better word, but I'm just going to stick with uh, unique. Unique. Nice. It's a unique show. I think I'm going to go with enjoyable. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Thank you. It's a unique, enjoyable show. This is We should make our two words together, and that should be like the tagline for this show. Nice. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. All right. Well, that's all we're going to give you for now. We can't reveal too much. Our final scores won't be revealed, like I said, until our finale episode, which will occur after we watch all six shows. It's one down. We got five more to go. Next week, we'll be diving into our second trending show. Some may say the show of the summer. It's a The Summer I Turned Pretty, another Prime Video original. This was my pick, my first round pick. If you haven't heard of this show, a.k.a. if you're living under a rock, um, a girl is caught in a love triangle between two brothers as she deals with her first love and her first heartbreak during the perfect summer. I'm very excited for this one. Um, I've been hearing a lot about it. I love a good show based on a book. Um, Also, we didn't mention this, but uh, if you want to check out what other shows we have, go check out our Instagram. We posted the live video, so you can see all the shows there, or, or you'll have to wait each week until we reveal the next one. Yep. At the end of our episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we do have it posted. Um, so keep an eye out on social media. Um, also, you might want to stay in touch on social media because we still have the audience bonus in effect. Um, keep that in mind that at the end of the Binger Games season, we will ask you all to vote for your favorite show. We might also ask you all to vote for some fun superlatives. We like to do fun superlatives as well. So keep an eye out on social media in a couple weeks. Um, In the past, the audience bonus has changed the rankings entirely. So be ready to vote the week leading up to our grand finale.
Yeah, and be sure to watch season one of The Summer I Turned Pretty this week, if you haven't already, and you can play along with us and listen to what we think next week. Yeah, sounds fun. Uh, we have a link to our Binger Games bracket on all of our socials, so give us a follow. We can get you a scorecard to print out and follow along with us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HeadBingersPod. Thank you for joining us today, and keep on binging.